Hello and welcome to MedBits. I'm Matthew Sajan. And I'm Javeen Patel. We are two undergraduate students with a passion for medicine. This podcast will focus on increasing our understanding of medicine together in a concise format. We'll be exploring a variety of topics, such as the latest news in medicine, medical conditions, interesting research papers, and the culture of the healthcare world. Check in with us every week to stay up to date and learn a little more in just a few minutes. On this episode of MedBits, we'll start to talk about the cardiovascular system. Let's start with the anatomy of the heart. Our heart has four different sections. This consists of an atrium and ventricle on each side of the heart. The atria are on the top of the heart and the ventricles are on the bottom. The separation between these chambers is achieved through atrioventricular valves. The one on the right is called the tricuspid valve and the one on the left is called the mitral or sometimes the bicuspid valve. The other two valves we need to know about are the semilunar valves. This separates the ventricles from the vasculature. We have the pulmonary valve on the right and the aortic valve on the left. So if we put it all together, we start off with the right atrium, go through the tricuspid valve into the right ventricle, and then through the pulmonary valve into the pulmonary artery. This brings us to the lungs where our gas exchange takes place. Check out our episode on the respiratory system if you're not sure how that works. Then from the lungs, blood comes back to the pulmonary veins into the left atrium. Here, it passes through the mitral valve into the left ventricle, and then through the aortic valve up into the aorta. From here, we leave the heart and go through the arteries, arterioles, capillaries, venules, veins, and eventually back to the vena cava, which leads to the right atrium where we started. Thus, our heart is actually supporting two different circulations. There's the pulmonary circulation, which is the one that goes to our lungs, and our systemic circulation, which goes to the rest of our body. The left side of our heart contains more muscle than the right, because as you can imagine, it takes a lot more to pump blood throughout your entire body compared to just our lungs. This is why in cardiology, we often care about the left ventricular ejection fraction, which tells us how well that left ventricle is pumping. As for how the heart actually pumps, it actually has to do with an electrical system built into the heart. This starts at the sinoatrial node and goes to the atrioventricular node. From here, the impulses go to the bundle of Hiss and then to the Purkinje fibers. It's hard to explain the locations of these over a podcast, so I encourage you to Google a diagram. It's impossible to talk about the heart without touching on blood pressure. You might know that our blood pressure is represented in two numbers, with the first being the systolic pressure and the second number being the diastolic pressure. But what does it actually mean? Systole refers to when the atrioventricular valves are closed, and diastole refers to when the semilunar valves are closed. In other words, during systole, the ventricles are contracting, which leads to higher pressure, whereas in diastole, our heart is relaxed. Blood pressure is a measurement of the force per unit area on the walls of the blood vessels. We have to have a blood pressure that's high enough to overcome the resistance in the arterioles and capillaries, but we also don't want high blood pressure, which could damage the vasculature and the structures around it. We maintain this blood pressure by using our baroreceptor and chemoreceptor reflexes. If you listen to our series on the endocrine system, You'll recall that low blood pressure promotes the release of aldosterone and antidiuretic hormone, whereas high blood pressure 
promotes atrial natriuretic peptide release. Also, the blood pressure cuff that you often see that we use to measure blood pressure is called a sphygmomanometer. Of course, within the clinic, you'll often hear it just referred to as the blood pressure cuff. In this episode, we covered mostly the heart aspect of the cardiovascular system. In our next part, we'll go over how the blood works. That's all we have for you on this episode of MedBits. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. <music>